You're listening to The Bossy Type, your unconventional how-to for building a bold business or personal brand through the power of words and sometimes other creative stuff. I'm Elise, director and head writer of Bossy Copywriting, home of bold clients, funny writers and the occasional swear word. Every Tuesday and Friday, I'll be sharing my bite-sized wisdom, quizzing creative experts and chatting with the brands you wish you were. So make a margarita and join me for The Bossy Type, where we make words and brands our bitch. Before we get started, a quick PSA. Head to bossycreative.com to download my very free, very juicy guide to building a bold brand. It's packed with loads of tips from Bossy's favorite creative experts and covers everything from copywriting to graphic design to social media to marketing to everything else. Okay, hit subscribe now because we all know you're going to forget and let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome to episode 24 of The Bossy Type. On Friday, we kicked off a mini series on personal brand. So if you haven't listened to part one or step one of this series, Maybe you landed here by accident, or maybe you were trying to take a shortcut, stop what you are doing and go back and listen to episode 23 first. There we break down what personal brand actually is, or what I think it is, and a few steps for narrowing down or defining your personal brand. So obviously, it's a very important first step and one that you should definitely do before you listen to this episode. Okay, now that all the cheats have left the room... Just kidding. If you are still listening, it means that you're pretty clear on what your personal brand is, the kind of image that you want to portray and where you sit in your industry or space. But it's all well and good to know those things. It's great if you do, but if you don't know what to do with it, then there's really not much point. So today we are going to talk about how to bring your personal brand to life, roll it out or execute it so it actually does what it's supposed to. Also, side note, sorry if you can hear my completely psycho Italian greyhound in the background, but I'm not going to stop recording. (laughs) Anyway, even if you're very clear on what your personal brand or personality is, the rest of the world probably isn't yet. And that's only because you haven't really shared your personal brand or personality with the world. And that's where these steps come in. So for me, I like to categorize this stage into the three C's, communication, clients and customers, and content. These three areas individually all give you a chance to share your personal brand in some way. So if you are focusing on all of them, obviously that's where the magic is going to happen. The best part is that you're most likely already participating in these areas, communication, clients and customers, content. They're pretty staple parts of your business, but the difference when it comes to using personal brand to your advantage is how you're participating in these areas. Okay, so let's start with the first one, which is communication. So communication really refers to when you're speaking to someone, whether that's one person or a group of people. And some of the ways that you might be communicating are your customer email. So there could be current customers or there could be new customers landing in your inbox. Your social media, which could be anything from your DMs to your Instagram and Facebook captions. You've got your website, email marketing. It even includes things like talking to these people on the phone or in your meetings, how you present in your meetings, or even things like onboarding documents or even packages and thank you notes. So it's basically any way you would communicate with a person or a group of people. 
So how do we actually roll out your personal brand into your communication? So let's go back and think about our examples from episode 23. So if you are a fancy pants law firm, you're most likely all about giving the utmost respect in your communications, a very professional tone of voice, definitely no jokes from your customer service email to the way you answer your phone to how you present in your meeting. Everything is going to be polished, neat and serious. If you are that fun beauty brand, on the other hand, your customer service email might be really cheeky or pretty lighthearted. The customer might feel like you're talking to them as a friend and you might have a really interactive out-of-the-box process for your meetings. Overall, everything is going to be a lot more fun, bright and probably not so serious. I think people get really caught up here on how they should speak to their customers and clients, whether they're current clients or potential clients. And that tends to override personal brand. We usually say that we've got a personal brand or we think we have a personal brand and then we completely ditch it in favor of speaking to that customer or client the way that we're supposed to or traditionally meant to. We think we really need to speak to clients in the same way, very professional and courteous because at the end of the day, we're worried we're going to scare them off if we don't speak to them like that. But I'm here to tell you that that's not always the best way. So I always communicate with my clients, current or potential, in the exact same way. I speak like a human and I speak like a friend. So that means that I might crack a joke. I might push the boundaries a little bit. I'm very relaxed in my tone of voice and it works because that's my brand. It wouldn't really make sense for me to have this bold brand and then when you email me, I'm a huge snooze. Okay, number two, clients and customers. So hopefully you already have some clients and customers unless our old friend Rona is still kicking your ass or maybe you're just in the really early stages of your business and you're still hearing crickets and that's okay. Whether you are a product or service-based business, of course your customers and clients are kind of the most important thing because without them, you simply wouldn't be able to continue in business. So of course, that thought makes us want to say yes to everything, whether it aligns with us or not. But this step is not actually about how you communicate with your clients. We've kind of already covered that in step one, but the clients you take on, or at least the clients that you share with the world. Because of Bossy and my brand that I have intentionally put out to the world, I tend to attract bolder brands that want to have a bit more fun. And like I said, that's completely intentional. Of course, I work with brands that want to be more polished and profesh because girls got to eat. But if you look in my portfolio, you will see mostly the upbeat, outrageous ones. (laughs) And then occasionally there are some businesses that I don't really align with at all and I just have to turn down. So just by being selective with who I work with, It's cementing my personal brand. And then when I share my portfolio with people, it's making it really clear to them what my personal brand is too. So it's kind of like a win-win. The last C is content. So a bit of a no-brainer, but it can be a little confusing what the difference between communication and content is. So if you think about communication is speaking directly to people or your target audience, content kind of covers anything that you're producing, whether someone is looking at it or not. So it could be your EDMs, your social posts, magazine articles or online articles, podcasts, posters, blogs. It's all of that content that we know that we should be producing and nobody ever has enough time to do it all. So content is not only just key for drawing in your customers or promoting your services or products. Obviously, that's a major reason we need to be producing content, 
But content can also be key for setting up and sharing your personal brand. So back to that example from last week's episode, I think I might've even mentioned this example in the episode, but if you are that fancy pants lawyer and you're working at the fancy pants law firm, maybe your way of rolling out your personal brand is to contribute to some industry magazines. Maybe you write some articles on your topic of expertise. Whereas if you were a career coach for females, maybe your content is mostly anchored around Instagram lives because that's where your audience plays and that's what suits your personal brand best. Another example, if you were a graphic designer that's very considered and minimal, maybe you might keep your Instagram feed very minimal and your captions really short and simple. But if you are a super loud, wild graphic designer, you might do lots of video content, your feed might be full of bright colors, and you might often do cheeky quotes as part of your content strategy. If you're a chef, Maybe you might get profiled in food and beverage magazines that are a little bit more premium or high-end, especially if you are a chef at a high-end restaurant. But if you are kind of like a down and dirty chef, maybe you might go on podcasts where you get drunk and talk about food. (laughs) Does that podcast exist? Because I would listen to that. If you are a copywriter and you wanted to do some blog content, If you're kind of like a more traditional, serious, or even like a sales-focused copywriter, maybe you might answer really common or simple questions in a blog post, like what does a copywriter do, or how do I finish an email? Whereas if it were me, I would probably have a bit more fun with the blog content. I would still answer those questions, but I would do it in my own way. So one of the blogs that we recently did was email sign-offs as after-work drinks, So just have a think about all of those avenues of content and how you can mold all of them to suit you and your personal brand. Then start plotting those activities into your calendar so you actually get them done. There might even be some types of content that you don't really think suit you and that might be right. You can probably cross them off your list, but it might just be a case of your thinking of it in the more traditional sense. Is there any way that you can mold that blog content or that podcast or that article to suit you better. And that is the three C's of personal brand, communication, clients and customers, and content. Now run free and start sharing your very unique personal brand with the world. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bossy Type. If you haven't already, tap the subscribe button for new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you got something out of this episode, I'd love it if you could rate, review, share on Instagram, text your friends, tell the whole world, all the things. In the meantime, come hang out with me on Instagram at bossy.copywriting or at Elise Elise, spelt A-L-Y-C-E. Bye.